Martha, Martha. He follows up by saying, you are worried and distracted by many things. You are worried and upset about many things. Now, what is she doing wrong? She's preparing a meal that Jesus is going to eat. So that's why it gets a little awkward. You would think, if I was in his shoes, I would say, hey, thanks for making this meal for me. You're doing a great job. But instead, he says, you're worried and distracted. You're worried and upset about a lot of things. She's not doing anything wrong in particular. She's not breaking any of the Ten Commandments. She's not murdering anyone. She's not stealing anything. The only thing she isn't doing is basking in the presence of Christ. She is distracted by all these other things. I don't know if I'm a Martha type of personality, but as I was studying this earlier in the week, I like to try to place myself in the story. I don't know if you like to do that, but if you do that, just remember, I try to remind myself, I'm not the hero of the story. I would probably be more like the Martha in the story. So picture Jesus saying your name in this scenario. I can hear him saying, Jody, Jody, you are upset and distracted about many things. And that would be true. And I imagine that may be true of you as well. Maybe you can hear Christ saying that to you, saying your name and saying that to you today. I don't know what's going on in your life, but life is very complicated. It gets busy. It gets stressful. And maybe you can hear Jesus whisper to you, you are upset and distracted about a lot of things. And then he says, there's only one thing that's needed. And when he says that, I want to pay attention. There's only one thing that's needed. Because life is so complicated, I want to know what is that one thing. If you could sum it all up for me and say, here's one thing to focus on in your life. Here's one thing for your church to focus on. Or as we start connect groups again, here's one main thing you guys need to focus on. And he says, Mary has chosen what is better. She chose that one thing, and that one thing is to sit at the feet of her teacher. She's sitting at the feet of Jesus. That's the one thing. As we start this connect group, we want to model what we see in Jesus in our own lives. So when we go into someone's home and we sit down at a table, what we see in the Gospel of Luke, in someone like Zacchaeus, salvation takes place. He's recommitting his life in Luke 19. He, he told uh, Jesus and everyone else present, I'm going to give half of my possessions to the poor. I'm going to repay anyone that I've wronged four times the amount. That takes place in a home. That commitment and recommitment. Same thing with Mary here. She's committing to sit at Jesus' feet. To be his disciple. To be his follower. He says there's one thing that's needed. And she has chosen what is better. Or another way of translating that might be the better portion. So it's a play on words because you could also translate it a better portion of food. So Martha is in there preparing a meal, actual physical food. But Mary chose the better portion of food. She's feasting on Jesus. The food, the physical food that they're going to eat will last them for a short while and then they're going to get hungry again. 
So the one thing overall that's most important is feasting on the life and teachings of Jesus. In the Gospel of John, Jesus says that he is the bread of life that has come down from heaven. He's the living water. And I think Mary has figured that out. And I think she wants more of it. So we study through Luke. I look at the table of Jesus. And one of the things that I see about Mary or Zacchaeus or Levi or, or that woman in chapter 7 that comes in and washes his feet, that everyone is welcome. He seems to just have this welcoming presence. It doesn't mean that everybody is going to accept him or become a disciple, but at least everyone is welcome to follow him. Uh, when we lived in Rwanda, Africa, one of the things that was important to us is we wanted to learn the language. They spoke Kenyan Rwandan. So if you've ever tried to learn another language while you're living in that country, it's a difficult thing to do. We went to language class, and then we would go out in the streets, and then we would try to speak the language as much as possible. <clears throat> so I learned a few phrases, and I would practice them. One of those was this phrase, umajoro and hoko, which means nothing to you, but to them it meant something. Now, they would laugh at me, and I'd point at Jessica, and I'd say, umajoro and hoko, which means chicken thief. So all the kids would laugh because I was calling her a chicken thief. They thought it was great. They're like, here's this American who doesn't know her language, and he doesn't know what he's saying. I learned a few other phrases, a few other greetings, and one of them was this saying, ikazikawe. So we would invite people over to our house, and we would say that, and what it means is welcome. And I would say it because I wanted to impress them with my word usage. Hey, I learned a phrase in your language. But then we were invited to go to their houses. Show up in some shack on the side of a mountain where they would never expect an American to be, and then they would say that to us, Ikazikawe, you're welcome. And what we learn is it's not just, hey, welcome, come on in. It was, you are welcome here. We are accepting you. We want you to be here. Jesus is not limited to our English language. So as I study through Luke in these table fellowship conversations, I think that's what Jesus is saying to us. Ikazikawa, you are welcome here. You're welcome to be one of his followers. About 10 years ago, I was working with a church in summertime. We were getting ready for VBS. I think it was 2007. And this VBS was not just for the kids of the church. Everyone in the community was invited. So we were anticipating a big turnout. And a lot of people wanted to help. And there was one teenager who was working at a sign shop. And he wanted to contribute. So with permission of his boss... He made a big, huge banner that he wanted to hang right at the front part of the church building where everyone would walk in. And the banner said, VBS 2017. He made this on his own. And it said, where everyone is welcome. Actually, it said, where all is welcome. So we got the banner, we unrolled it, and somebody pointed out, where all is welcome doesn't sound right. And then we started laughing because we thought, he didn't get anybody to edit this. He just made it. We're all is, so someone said, well, we can't use the sign because that's not correct. We're all is welcome. But then the more we talked about it, the more we thought, who cares? Let's hang it up because it's the heart behind the kid that made it. If you knew his heart, you would know what I'm talking about. The heart behind it, he might have he messed up in his sentence structuring, but the heart behind it was he really wanted people to feel welcome. When they showed up, 
He wanted something to draw their attention that says, you are welcome here. That's what Jesus does at the table. Whether he's in someone else's house, or towards the end of Luke, he hosts a meal. But to follow Jesus, to be his disciple, you might be surprised at who would show up at the table and who's invited, but according to Jesus, everyone is welcome. Not everybody accepts the invitation. But it's nice to know that it's not us earning something in order to have a place at the table. Jesus earned that place for the table for us. This morning, we're going to sing an invitation song. Uh, you know the custom. If you've been here before, we're going to say that you can come up front or you can grab a shepherd and pray with them. But I just want to reiterate that this is an opportunity. If you need to talk with one of our shepherds, you can go and you can do that privately in the back. Or around the building. If you need to come up front, you can do that. This is an opportunity for prayers. This is an opportunity to recommit. Or if you're outside of Christ and you're excited and you want to become a disciple of Jesus, this is an opportunity for you as well. Let's stand up and let's sing.